Welcome to Santos Brothers Eats. Food worth mentioning. Yeah. I'll do it now. Sounds good. All right. So we are back. Welcome back to Santos Brothers Eats, where we are talking about food worth mentioning. And I'm actually with my brother, of course, always my brother, Chef Jeff, and I am his brother, Kenny Santos. And Jeff, we have a guest on the podcast today, don't we? Yes, we do. In fact, it's my son, Dylan Santos, which I've mentioned a couple of times. He's been part of the challenges we do. And uh, anyway, here's Dylan. Say hi, Dylan. Hello, everyone. Thank you, Dylan, for that. And so for the for our listeners, you might recognize Dylan or, of course, we've talked about him before, but he's also on the YouTube channel during our food challenges. So you'll see him there, especially when we make all of our fun burgers. And of course, with our signature, we always put a fried egg on our burgers because it's just yeah, so much more, gonna, uh, <laughs> absolutely and so um that's just, just a lot more tastier when we do it that way but we're not talking about burgers this week we are talking about something that uh well you, you may recognize the name but you may not know what it truly is especially if you are of the uh i guess non-asian persuasion or variety and we're talking about ramen ramen noodles today correct and uh, ramen noodles if you think ramen noodles are like cup of noodles or you know just kind of like those mr noodle packages that you buy they are and they're not and there's a big difference between those and and you know if you actually go to a ramen restaurant and jeff's going to tell us a little bit about that yeah so uh, the ramen that uh we we like to eat mostly is the actual ramen like go to ramen restaurants or japanese restaurants um, and it's a very, very rich broth, usually pork, nice pork broth that's been simmering for about a little over a day, like 24 to 30 hours. Um, and they use mostly pork bones. Like um, when you make stock, you use, you know, use nice bones of whatever animal you're making of. And you want to make sure that there's a bit of meat on the bones, but also important is there's a lot of collagen or connected tissue because when that slowly is in the broth, it leaches out, and it makes the broth a bit gelatiny or a bit more solid, and that's where a lot of the flavor is. And you also want to crack the bones a bit and allow the, the, the marrow to seep out into the stock, uh, into the broth, and that will give it nice, beautiful, rich flavor. Um, now, that's stock itself, just bones, but when you make a broth, you're going to add in some other ingredients to there, like a bit more salt or pepper, and then some vegetables, some mirepoix, which is like onions, carrots, and celery, um, or whatever vegetables you may have on hand. But the base of a good ramen is the actual broth itself. You want something that's really hearty, um, and that a broth like a broth that you eat all on its own, and then everything else you add to the ramen. It just sort of levels it up um, bit by bit. So how so, would yeah. like? you know, traditional ramen that you're talking about, you know, with uh, the 25 to 30 hour, you know, at least just, that's just making the broth part. Like, how is that different than, uh, well, you know, the Mr. Noodles that you may buy or, or something like that? Because that's what a lot of people well, think of when they think of ramen, right? I mean, let's say, yeah, let's face it. That, that is correct. Like, un unfortunately, you know, when people think of ramen noodles, they just think of, like you said, the instant noodles you buy. Um, but and actually, I, I've been reading a lot of hacks on how to make instant noodles better, which sort of follows the ramen tradition, like add an egg to it or add some meat or vegetables um, or soy sauce to the mix. Um, but the, the ramen pack and the thing with the ramen instant noodles, there's a lot of sodium 
because they use like an instant noodle bait, instant noodles for one thing, the wheat noodles in there has a lot of salt. And of course the base packet will contain a lot of salt or sodium just to give it that, that flavor to it. Um, but like I said before, the broth that you want is a nice hearty broth that's been simmered. Um, and a, a disclaimer, um, the three of us, we, we're no ramen experts. Like we don't, I, I have some friends that go out to the various ramen restaurants here in Toronto and they gauge it on based on different aspects. But the three of us really aren't ramen experts, but we, we do like to go out and try different restaurants. And we will say, okay, this is good because of this and because of this. And we just like good food. Absolutely. So uh, we do love the way, uh, you know, we love tasting out all different types of food, but uh, we're going to be talking about ramen specifically for, for this episode. And, uh, you know, as we get into the descriptions, we talk about different restaurants, you're going to realize that uh, if you're equating ramen with that instant noodle, then, then you're really missing out. And if you're thinking that you don't want to go to a restaurant because you can get, you know, what you think might be the same thing at home, you're, you know, you're just incorrect in that. And so we encourage you that if, if you like some really good, hearty, satisfying meals that are full of flavor, and that's the whole thing about ramen is that there's a tremendous amount of flavor in it because they're using, you know, the bone broth essentially. And it's nothing like it's oversalted, like that you may get from the packages or, or from that instant package. There's just a different type of flavor that you can only get from, you know, uh, you know, 20 plus or 30 plus hours of just boiling, um, you know, uh, a bone that's been cracked open so the marrow can come out with a lot of connected tissue and even just a, just a little bit of meat. But, um, you know, so what do we usually add to ramen? Like once the broth is there, <laughs> I mean, like, how does it work? You go into a ramen restaurant, like, is there just, like, how does it work? You just, is there just one choice or are there no, dozens of choices there's, there's, or how does it work? Yeah, there's actually many choices and the different restaurants will have their like house specialty. Um, like most ramen is a pork based soup, but of course, because of changing times, you offer chicken or beef or even vegetarian or fish. Um, and then of course, usually the, the broth will, the meat included will, will, make, will match the broth included. So if you have pork, if you have a pork ramen, then of course you'll have a, a pork meat in there, whether it be pork belly or pork shoulder, which I'm pretty sure the pork belly of the three of us are very akin to because of the extra fat pieces in there, um, or pieces of chicken or shredded chicken, maybe. Um, but yeah, and then from there, there's other toppings that go in there. Um, like when we talked about the uh, egg brulee in one of our episodes, I mentioned the 65 degree egg. And these are the similar eggs that they use in uh, ramen. It's, it's a yolk that's not really runny, but not hard boiled as you would hard boiled egg. It's just nice and custardy. Um, and with most ramen places, they actually, once the egg is done, they carefully peel it. They'll soak it in a mixture of soy sauce and some mirin, which is um, uh, rice wine vinegar, or right, sorry, rice wine. Um, and then steep in there for three to four days. So the actual outside of the egg will have a nice brownish uh, look to it. But when you slice it open gently, um, it'll still be the, the still be egg white and the egg yolks. Uh, then they put vegetables in there, like um, like dried mushrooms that have been soaked, uh, green onions, um, some fish paste. Um, a nice little treat I like is the is the the nori, like the seafood, sorry, the seaweed sheet that you might see in sushi. Um, 
they just put it in their hole and like almost like a cracker in regular soup. Uh, it, the part of it will dissolve a bit in the broth, but the, the top piece is still outside. It's still a bit crunchy. Um, and then you could actually stir that in the soup to make it more flavorful. And I know one of Dylan's little anime characters, uh, Naruto, is actually named after one of the uh, garnishes. And Dylan, if you want to explain that one. Uh, yeah, it's basically that uh, signature star-shaped uh, white uh, with the uh, pink swirl in the middle of it. It's, uh, it is sometimes an imitation crab. Sometimes it can be real, uh, depending on what shop or restaurant you go to. And uh, yeah, it is called Naruto. Um, <clears throat> like he, like uh, my dad said, it's uh, the name of a character off of Naruto itself. Um, and yeah, it's, uh, it, it's actually, it's pretty sweet because um, I think they, they mix in some other things with it to give it that red swirl as well. Um, so it's a very nice uh, compliment because uh, the broth itself can be very uh, powerful and flavorful. So it's, it's, it's almost like a little dividing piece of, uh, to give your palate a little cleanse. Absolutely. So, you know, when it comes down to, you know, Jeff was talking about different kind of, uh, they're not toppings, but different ingredients that would go into a ramen um, it's not like ordering a pizza, you know, it's not like you go in there and say, I want this, this, and this, there's, there's always kind of like pre, uh, predetermined, uh, uh, I guess you call them, uh, recipes. Yeah. And, you know, when I kind of go in, uh, I'm usually going to go for, um, either a pork broth or a beef broth. I, I, I usually don't get a chicken broth. Not that I don't like chicken, but if I'm there, I, I really want something a lot more heartier and, you know, if pork belly is available, I'll get that. But otherwise I'll, I'll get, uh, um, some some beef uh and of course the egg now jeff was talking about that uh the the brined egg um and if you're having difficulty picturing what that's like we're actually gonna have pictures of not only the naruto but also the eggs and how sometimes they're just you know just uh they're they're brown on the outside but when you slice it in half you can see that it's they're not brown all the way through so we're gonna see pictures of that but what do you guys like to have on your ramen Oh, just like uh, like I mentioned, like uh, pork belly, egg, uh, the Naruto, and then some vegetables. I I, I don't mind uh, like a half piece of bok choy um, in my ramen, or like two half pieces of bok choy. It's a nice hearty vegetable. It's a bit bitter, um, just to give it that little crunch um, to it. And as 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 bok choy is slightly part cooked, and but when they add to the ramen to reheat a bit, it absorbs a lot of flavor in the ramen. Um, yeah, I like the bok choy in mine. Maybe some green onions. I know, Dylan, what do you like in yours? Uh, honestly, it's the same thing as you. Um, bok choy is great no matter where it is. Um, I do like a lot of onions myself. So I would even add a white onion to mine, um, either cooked or raw, whichever the kitchen can provide. Um, but yeah, honestly, it's uh, yeah, pork belly, egg, maybe extra egg. Um, yes, extra egg. Good call. <laughs> Good call. Yeah. Oh, when it comes to us, you can never go wrong with extra egg. And so uh, we're actually going to be posting a bunch of pictures of the different ramen dishes that we've had. And yeah. what you'll see is that there's different color broths. There's, there's a, I was just looking at it, and Jeff, there's a broth that almost looks white. You know which one I'm talking about? Yes. Or, yeah. What's that? I, I, I see it. Um, I forget where I, where I had that broth. 
Um, but I'm just I'm, I'm on Wikipedia. Like again, we're not ramen experts, uh, but according to Wikipedia, there's at least four flavors of broth. There's shoyu, which is a soy sauce, which is the, cl the clear brown broth, uh, chicken and vegetable, uh, with some soy sauce and its name. Uh, shiho, uh, or salt, and that's a clear, sorry, clear, a pale, clear yellowish broth, uh, plenty of salt, and I guess that gives it the hardiness. Uh, miso, uh, miso, of course, is soy uh, itself. Uh, it doesn't really say if it's just for vegetarian, but I guess you could be added to anything. And kare, which is a curry broth. Um, but I'm not too sure where the white one falls in. Uh, I'm pretty sure we might have some comments on letting us know what that is. Uh, but when you mentioned about, uh, talk about uh, going to restaurants, I think it was Kinton Ramen um, in Toronto. Um, I actually went there and I was looking at the menu and I actually sat where the, where the chef was. And he goes, so what do you, what do you want? I said, I'm not too sure. And he goes, tell you what, I'll make something for you. Let you know what it is. And I said, oh, that's fine. I said, just make sure it's not spicy. Because as our listeners know, we're not a big fan of spice. Well, I'm not a big fan of spice. Um, and sure enough, he gave me a nice pork, uh, pork ramen with the egg. I, I believe it's, uh, on our pictures, I'll show it to you. It's, it's the one that only has a, the pork shoulder, the pork belly or pork shoulder with one single egg and some box right on the side. Mm. Uh, but whatever it was, it was delicious. Uh, like it was, it was fresh, the, the, the freshest of the broth um, and the pork, of course, in it. And, the, and, and I see bean sprouts in this one too. I'm not a big fan of bean sprouts myself, but in this application, when the bean sprouts are sort of wilted a bit and it sort of, you know, also replaces some noodles, it's not, it wasn't too bad. Yeah, I didn't like that one. I didn't mind that one at all. It certainly looks tasty. Now, um, I'm it just kind of looking through the pictures and there's even a difference in the noodles because it looks like one of them has buckwheat or a uh, Possibly soba. Like, uh, what do you? Oh, know? Is it like always a soba noodle? Yeah. So, are so are there different oh. noodles used as well? Yeah, yeah. Of course there are. Um, let's see. I was, I was actually reading that sometimes some uh, restaurants they will have they always use fresh noodles, of course, um, and they might have like a noodle quote unquote noodle expert on site, or there's actually places where you can actually buy your noodles fresh from. Um, from a, from a from a popular um, noodle maker, noodle master, as they call, uh, but most noodles are a wheat base noodle, um, and I, I know that some places will also offer a gluten free noodle, um, like maybe maybe like a rice noodle. Um, but the most common noodles are ramen noodles, self or udon noodles, and and the udon noodles are, are more fatter and and they're white white in color. Uh, whereas ramen noodles are the sort of thin yellowish noodles that we're sort of familiar with and that you are sort of um, mir mimicked in, um, in, the, in, the, in the packets of the instant noodles that you may see. Absolutely. Uh, how, about, how about you, Dylan? What, what kind of noodle do you like? Uh, I always prefer udon. Udon? Um, yeah, I love noodles in general, so. Yeah. Yeah, so, That's yeah. Good. And I, I, would go, I would go for soba. But, uh, and honestly... It doesn't matter what new, like I'm going to eat it. Like if it's, you know, if it's, if it's ramen, I'm probably just going to eat it unless it's really, really bad. So you mentioned Kintan. Yeah. Um, where, where, is, he, is that young and, uh, did you say young and Wellesley early? Where is that? 
Well, I, I, Kenton really has many places in Toronto. Oh, okay. um, there's one that's sort of uh, on Church Street by Ryerson. Um, and then the one that we were at, the picture that we'll, we'll share is Kenzo uh, Ramen. That's on Young Street. Um, but there's a lot of places on uh, that serve ramen that are sort of like little stands. And, you know, well, back, well, I guess even now, you know that it's good ramen. And there's always a lineup outside because um, it's ramen is, it is, you know, ramen is served. It is, it's like lunchtime and it should be in, you know, it's not, not, not a leisurely lunch, but you should usually eat it within like 15, 20 minutes. Because uh, it's just a nice hearty soup and broth, and there's a, a movie called Tom Popo, um, back in the like, '80s. Um, that's where sort of sort of ramen got notoriety in in uh, here in, in in the West, because um, it showed how to eat ramen, how to eat it properly. Um, and there's also hold I'll on, show hold on, picture. Hold on. Hold on. What's the movie called? I've never heard of this movie. Uh, Tom Popo. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is this like a mainstream movie? Uh, not no, not not mainstream. Well, to be honest, I don't think it's mainstream. It's mainstream to the maybe the the, the Asian population. Okay, well, um, was it in theaters? To be honest, I'm not too sure. I okay, just, I, I, I remember okay. seeing it like on, maybe on TV or on DVD, and it, it did feature. And a lot of my other Asian friends didn't know about it. Okay, so yeah, I gotta yeah. look this up. I gotta look this okay. up. Okay, yeah, that's it. Uh, and another version of ramen, uh, like we'll post. It'll be the last picture. It actually separates the broth and the and the ingredients separately, um, so you actually add in the, how much. So ramen usually is one big bowl with a predetermined amount of broth and your ingredients, and you have to sort of eat it like that. But the one dish I had tried was the actual a separate bowl of broth, and the ingredients, the flavorings were on a separate plate. So you'd actually you could predetermine how much noodles you want with how much pork and how much garnish you want. Um, and I didn't mind that because I, I, I sort of like that idea where I, I control how much of the ingredients I have per bite. Um, where was and then that? at the end, pardon me? Where was that? I'm not too sure where this was. I, I'm almost sure, I'm, I'm looking at the, the decor and the spoon and the floor. I think this is on Bloor Street somewhere. Okay. Um, I don't know the exact name. Because it's a very nice presentation. You guys need to look at this oh, on, the, uh, uh, on the on our Instagram. It's it's it really looks nice. And it, man, even the bowl that they've used and the way the broth looks. I mean, it's just a simple bowl of broth, but it looks really tasty. And if I'm correct, that bowl is still hot because I can see a piece of wood underneath it. So they use like a hot uh, steaming bowl. They added the broth, so it kept the broth still warmish or hottish. So don't touch the bowl because it's still hot. So as you add in the ingredients, the soup um, will still, the temperature will still remain the same throughout the, the whole meal. And if yeah, you, you can, uh, oh, go ahead, Dylan. Sorry, you can, you can definitely see the bubbles around the side there. Um, do you know what that is on top of it? On top of the broth? Yeah. I think it's just the, the, the foam itself. Okay. That, that comes from when, when you pour in, in, into, the, uh, into the bowl and it's still hot, it's, nice. it's a hot broth. So it's just the foam itself on top. Okay. Oh, Nice and foamy. And then, um, you know, as Jeff was talking about earlier, how they um, soak the egg like that, um, that, that partially cooked, well, it's fully cooked, but the partially runny yolk in that uh, soy uh, mixture, you could actually see on these eggs that, you know, there's a ring of that brown on the outside and, and, it, and it slowly turns white. So 
man, that looks like an egg that I certainly want to eat. And you know, oh, it's yeah. just very well presented. So you could add that in. And I guess if you really wanted to, you wouldn't even have to mix them together. You could eat the dry and then you could just slurp down the broth, uh, you know, whatever, you know, teach their oh, own, yeah. whatever you'd like. Exactly right. Yeah. Like I think in all our pictures that we're going to share, we, there's, oh, there's an egg in every one of them. Absolutely. You know, yeah, now, like, is, like, is there always an egg in ramen or no? Uh, well, uh, like most ramen places, you could choose how you want your, like they will have a set menu. Um, but of course, you know, you could always say, I don't want this added to it. Or like, oh, course, like Dylan yeah. or the three of us will say well, an extra egg, of course. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Um, and then I was, I was reading up that some restaurants will actually offer uh, like a fresh clove of garlic and a garlic press. So, oh, wow. or, a, or a small uh, microplane. So, you can actually grate in some more garlic and, 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 and adjust the pungency that you want. That is class right there. That is pretty cool. Yeah. Actually, that is that extra. But I remember, touch is um, nice. like, ramen, yeah, it is. Ramen is good any time of year, but in like fall or, or winter, you know, to have that, have a good soup in your belly is good, but to have some nice ramen with the pork belly, the pork shoulder, that's fat and the egg, that's, that's even better. Oh yeah. No. Nice. So, um, we talked about, um, uh, Kenton ramen. Yeah. And what's, uh, and there's Kenzo as well. Is that what Kenzo? That's where yeah. we, we went to the three of us went together. Um, but just be aware some of the, some sushi restaurants, like they're good for sushi, but when they have, ramen on the menu i advise not to, to have it because uh, it isn't really ramen it's um you know i, I find that it... yeah like um one of the places that um i took colton to one of our best one of my best friends um it's in the yorkdale mall uh it's called sue and she noodle butter yes oh, okay uh, and like like i said the sushi was actually pretty good um we had like as an appetizer but the ramen, like the pork was great, the egg was great, but the broth was, I'm pretty sure it was like a packaged, like, yeah. you know, lots of, it was very, very salty. I put a lot of soy sauce in mine just out of reflex without even tasting it, oh, wow. which you should always taste your food before you add condiments, yes. you know, seasonings, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, so when I took my first sip with all the soy sauce I put in, it was, uh, I didn't even finish it, unfortunately. Um, but I mean, if, if it's your first time trying, like, you know. You know what? No, no, don't, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. No, if you want to have ramen, go to a ramen place first. You know, don't ruin your palate with fake ramen. <laughs> and then go to a ramen place. No, have, have the good ramen. I, I, that's my opinion. Ken, what do you think? Well, yeah, yeah. Just it, listen. If you're at a sushi place and you want some soup or something, and ramen's on the menu, and you really want it, I mean, go ahead. But if you're gonna go and you want ramen, don't pick a place that serves sushi as well. That's just yeah. yeah. That's my recommendation. And and so you know when you people think ramen, they're gonna be thinking four for a dollar or fifty cents each. And so you know how much should someone expect to spend when they're gonna be getting. You know, a nice size. I mean, when you look at these bowls, I mean, these are yeah. large bowls. Like, how much should someone expect to spend? Uh, to be honest, I think, without looking right now, I think they, these bowls were maybe in the $15 range. Like, I think so. Give or take a, a dollar or two. Um, and, of course, depending on, on what you added to it. So, yeah, I, I think about the $15 range, if 15, I'm correct. Um, you know what? I, and I'm going to say this, is that you, it's, it's a very, very large meal. 
you could easily share that um, if you wanted to. Oh yeah. Who you're eating with, you could, you could, that could be shared. So, yeah. and uh, you know, as far as ramen goes, um, we, uh, you know, definitely look at our Instagram page because uh, um, it shows just awesome pictures of what uh, some of the ramen that we've eaten over the years, you know, that has the Naruto on there, the nori, the pork, uh, you know, the, the bok choy, and of course the egg, uh, which is always there in every, it feels like almost every meal we eat, yeah. but uh, definitely there. And that, that is uh, definitely this week's or this episode's food worth mentioning. And we do look forward to next week or next time we talk, we'll talk about more food worth mentioning. Isn't that right, Jeff? That is right. And I'd like to thank again, uh, my son, Dylan, for uh, guesting on this episode. Um, Cause he's a big fan of ramen as, uh, as the three of us are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, no, thanks for having me on. And uh, I hope to be on again. Yeah, of course. Um, and then until next time, remember this quote from Julia Child, people who love to eat are always the best people. And that includes my brother, Chef Jeff, and I'm his brother, uh, Kenny Santos, and of course, Dylan, who joined us, Dylan Santos, and, and you as well, if you like to eat food worth mentioning. Thank you, everyone. All right, have a good day. Yeah. That wraps it up. You've been listening to Santos Brothers Eat. Food worth mentioning. 